Now you had MS, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And cancer, yeah. right? Yeah. And traditional medicine weren't able to help you with that. So what exactly did you do, Ian, to get to where you are now? Lose almost 400 pounds. So tell yeah. us what you did. The first thing was that I really started getting into breath work. I noticed right away with the breath work how powerful that was like a direct transformation. And I started coupling that with the binaural beats with the headphones. Mm-hmm. And the music allowed it to be sustainable focus for me. I had such a hard time setting still. So what I tell people is the breath work and the music really really changed me being able to meditate because up until that point I had never meditated because I could not sit still. So all of those together, the meditation, the breath work and the sound created different changes, movement of stagnant energy in my brain and my body, creating new neuropathways, new ways of framing things, new perspectives. And what that allowed me to do was ultimately tackle food, you know, getting really clear on what is healthy for me, what is not healthy, being able to make better choices. Mm-hmm. So there was definitely changes in my physical health, doing self-care, you know, regulating breath work and getting better sleep. And all of that was like crucial for getting healthier. And so little by little, I saw changes in my physical health and it made it easier to be more cautious and conscious about the choices I was making because I was saying, hey, this is working. I can stick with this. This could actually you know, lead to something beneficial for me. In today's busy world, how can we find the inspiration, knowledge, and energy to live a healthy and empowered life? If we balance and harmonize our mind, exercise our body, live according to the laws of nature, and connect to spirit, can we find a way to heal, become our authentic self, and live our purpose with love? I am your hostess, Amy Fournier, and welcome back to Awakening Aphrodite. Welcome to the show. Hey, before we get started and I properly introduce my new friend, Ian, I just needed to thank one of my podcast reviews because I just hope you know how important these reviews are to the life of the show. They keep the show afloat and it only takes a minute. You can just be anonymous if you don't want to leave your personal information. I totally get it. It's so easy to do on iTunes, but it means the world to me and uh, it's like you giving me a big hug. So one of my latest reviews, wow, five stars from Laura Bell 1000, who says, I'm so grateful for the Awakening Aphrodite podcast series. What a fun podcast. The topics are so very relevant in today's time and are easily digestible. The guests on the show always have a wealth of knowledge to share that furthers our evolution as humans and spiritual beings. It's nice when a podcast gives you a sense of direction. I can honestly say that this podcast series has changed my life for the better and has given me the tools I need to be my most radiant, authentic self. Thank you, Amy. Wow. Well, let me tell you, thank you, Laura. Oh my God. Laura Bell 1000. I really, truly, truly appreciate it. It just makes my heart sing with joy. I love connecting with you guys in real life. To me, this is the way we're connecting digitally when I hear from you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, thank you for sharing the show and uh, all that good stuff. So, Hey, let's get on to today's show with my friend Ian Morris. Well, Ian Morris is founder of Listening to Smile, which is a healing frequency-minded music 
company that specializes in personal growth and well-being. Ian has over 21 years experience in the performing arts field and has made it his life's goal to use his goals and passion to be of service to people in search of healing. As a multi-instrumentalist, in fact, he plays like something like over 25 instruments, for God's sake. We get into that in the show. It's just crazy. He's an amazing, fascinating human being. Ian instinctively sought solace in music. It was during this time of very poor health that he also came across information about the sacred healing potentials of sound and vibration, and so he began further study. What he can then best describe is a combination of divine inspiration, timing, and skill set all emerged. He began creating and producing compositions of tones and frequencies, which led him to personally reclaim his health. In addition to his personal physical healing, he was seeing a drastic healing in his dyslexia. Within two weeks, he was finding more clarity, focus, and his ability to retain information became easier. In fact, he even said that people said he, he seemed smarter. He also healed himself of colon cancer and MS. And he lost a ton of weight. This is just crazy. It's like you just think it can't even be true, but it is. I'm telling you, this stuff is powerful. It's different and it's super effective. So this basically started his career and he soon even started the nonprofit called Homemade Genius, where he worked in the underserved community with music, art, and after-school programs. He worked tirelessly to begin to bring music into the art and non-traditional venues in and around the community. And he's worked with many organizations such as Meals on Wheels, Hospice, and the United Way. And now I know he's even working with animal shelters and uh, helping traumatized uh, animals to recover. It's just fascinating. He's just exploding. So after seeing amazing results, Ian wanted to go deeper into the healing power of sound, which led him down the path of holistic options paired with mindfulness techniques. He started meditating daily with frequency, breath work, and intention, and his healing method quickly grew into the beginning stages for now what is his company called Listening to Smile. He founded it in 2016, but now it's international. No doubt Ian is a true pioneer in the field. So you're going to just love this episode. I know you will. And I just want to point out to you that remember, you can watch this show on my YouTube channel, which is Fit Amy TV. It's also my Instagram where I put all my personal stuff up. Um, and listen, if you want to get your hands on some of the digital recordings that we're talking about and listening to Swa Smile, and it's quite an extensive library to choose from. Some of my favorites are Shamanic 1 and 2, Chakra Balancing, uh, Pain Management. There's just a whole bunch on there. But look, Ian was kind enough to give us my own special discount coupon code for you, Awakening Aphrodite listener and viewer. All you have to do is enter FitAmyTV, which again is my Instagram and my YouTube, conveniently to remember, FitAmyTV, F-I-T-A-M-Y-TV, at checkout, and you're going to save 
And these are not expensive. So, wow, super generous of him because he truly just wants to help heal the world. He's on an amazing mission, and I'm thrilled to be part of sharing that mission with Ian. It has changed my life. I hope you try it. Use your discount code. Also, the link will be in the show notes in case you're driving or running or whatever, busy. If you forget, just go to the show notes, and it'll also be on the YouTube listening to smile discount code fit amy tv at checkout and uh tell them amy sent you and i will be listening with you so let's now join my new friend ian morris ian welcome to awakening aphrodite thanks so much for having me i'm excited to be here tell us where you're located and please give us your version of your story and what brought you to what you're doing now, because you are truly living your dharma, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm in South Carolina right now, and uh, the the Listening to Smile company was founded in Charleston, South Carolina. And um, I came across this work out of necessity for myself, and it was something that I used in my healing journey and was lucky and blessed enough to be able to uh, gather a lot of information and experiences that I'm able to share with other people to help them on their healing journeys. And um, so, yeah, so I struggled with dyslexia growing up and had a lot of issues uh, in the traditional learning model of retaining information and, and all of that. And so, uh, that was really where I started seeing the hugest, largest impact on everything that I was going through first was my memory, retaining information, you know, just the flow of uh, neuro pathways and, and the creative thinking process. And so I really noticed that first with this work with frequency minded music. And then I got into some issues with health in 2011, 2012 with MS and colon cancer ultimately being diagnosed. I was severely overweight, about 315 pounds, um, just from a lot of, you know, lifetime of depression and anxiety and things that I was dealing with. And so this work, I was just really blessed to come upon it from books that people referred me to, The Healing Power of Sound by Dr. Mitchell Gaynor and uh, Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And, you know, those two books really led into me diving down the rabbit hole of sound and just got really curious and started getting into breath work, intention setting and sound healing, you know, as kind of a, the trifecta of modalities. Um, and I started really seeing a lot of movement and stagnant energy uh, for the issues I was dealing with. And so within a year and a half, I had lost over 100 pounds. Um, I dealt with a lot of uh, changes in my brain chemistry, my neuropathways, creative thinking processes. Um, you know, so within a year, year and a half, people were saying things like, man, you look great. You've lost a lot of weight. You're talking faster. You seem smarter. You know, <laughs> you know just a lot, of, a lot of changes that went on. And so, um, yeah, it was just I was really, really blessed and fortunate that these modalities brought me healing and that I was able to find a passion and purpose in that and to be able to share that and now with listening to smile with the world it's been it's been a blessing well i'll tell you what we have a lot of similarities let me tell you some of them okay we have a similar starting background as well as com commonalities right now we were both born with heart murmurs mm -hmm. we both had dyslexia we both were overweight 
and used food to self-soothe and only got that really under control when we really get to the part of the issue. We both were athletes. We both have felt super isolated and alone at different times in our lives. We both are artists right now, although you're much more of one than I am. <laughs> I'm a recent artist. We both have a passion for music and have played instruments. And you play what, 25 right now? 25 instruments? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I don't. <laughs> Definitely have <laughs> me beat on that one, but we both have a passion for music. And we both opted out of traditional medicine and conventional medicine and had to find our own way in healing and wellness to cure and fix and treat ourselves for things that were ailing us. And then we both really became passionate about sharing some of these modalities with others because we're living proof that they worked when conventional medicine couldn't help us. So now we're both on a mission to share that. So I put together like nine or 10 different similarities that we had and I, did I get any of those wrong? No, those were all, those were all right. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that's part of why you're my newest friend. Uh, <laughs> so I can't let you go on though, without getting a little more into how serious some of your afflictions were. Now you had MS, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And cancer, yeah. right? Yeah. And traditional medicine weren't able to help you with that. So what exactly did you do, Ian, to get to where you are now? Lose almost 400 pounds, right? So tell yeah. us what you did. Well, so uh, the first thing was that I really started getting into breath work because, you know, I just I noticed right away with the breath work, how powerful that was like a direct transformation. And I started really, you know, coupling that with the, the binaural beats with the headphones. Mm -hmm. And I found it to be more sustainable for me. The music allowed it to be like a um, sustainable focus for me. And I had such a hard time setting still, you know, that it was just really, really challenging. So what I tell people is, the, the breath work and the music really, really changed me being able to meditate because up until that point, I had never meditated because I could not sit still. So mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. the breath work and the music allowed me to meditate and all of those together, the meditation, the breath work and the sound really created different uh, changes, movement of stagnant energy in my brain and my body, uh, creating new neuropathways, new ways of framing things, new perspectives. And what that allowed me to do was ultimately tackle food, um, get, get, you know, getting really clear on what is healthy for me, what is not healthy, being able to make better choices, and then also uh, attacking my portion sizes, right? Mm -hmm. So with the, all of those things moving, there was definitely changes in my physical health you know, from making better choices with food, making better choices with portions, doing self-care, you know, regulating breath work and getting better sleep. And all of that was like crucial for, for getting healthier. And so little by little, I saw changes in my physical health and it made it easier to be more cautious and conscious about the choices I was making because I was saying, hey, this is working. I can stick with this. This could actually, you know, lead to something beneficial for me. So it was a it was a slow, painstaking process of just one little decision by one little decision, and then you start looking back and you say, "Hey, look, I've I've accomplished something. I'm going to keep going." You know. 
Yeah. So my understanding of how the sound healing works uh, is, I'm not sure if you know, but I'm actually an advanced biogeometry uh, practitioner. Okay. And uh, biogeometry is the form of energy healing that takes all the qualitative types of energy into consideration to harmonize the entire system. Okay. So things like shape, color, motion, prayer, intention, sacred power spots on the planet, and sound are all forms of energy that are basically interchangeable along the scale. And from what I learned in my training is that these actual qualitative energy frequencies or scale states don't particularly heal someone or balance someone. What they do is, is they harmonize the system entirely to then allow the magic and the wonder and the miracle of the body to heal itself. So they basically get the system harmonized. So then we don't understand how cancer goes away and dyslexia goes away or anxiety or whatever it may be. We start sleeping better, but we're, we're using one of these qualitative energy states to help harmonize the body, which then allows the body to work its magic. Did I get that right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, the music and these tools are really helping to hold space, like you said, for the individual to find balance. And in that balance is where the restore and reset takes place, you know? Um, so it's just, yeah, it's really, and you know, there's all kinds of people out there that have shown this. I mean, you know, Tesla, uh, Wilhelm Reich, you know, uh, I mean, there's just, you know, uh, Royal Raymond Reif. I mean, there's just so many people out there that were ahead of their time that were really about bringing restore and balance to the body. And um, yeah, it's just, it's a powerful thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's really hard for, I think, modern people, sophisticated people to kind of wrap their brain around that I can listen to the certain pitch or frequency or tone or music, if you will. And it's going to help harmonize my body the same way as taking a pill might or running around the block or something of that nature. And, um, you know, that's just, unfortunately, a lack of understanding how these frequencies work in our modern culture, but I think it's slowly changing. So that's the good news, right? But like you said, this stuff, your work, all of this stuff goes back ancient, ancient, ancient cultures where it knew the power of sound and frequency and, you know, the chanting and all of these things and the earth frequencies, and they understood it. And for some reason, it got kind of sidewind into, you know, modern medicine and all this fancy stuff and pharmaceutical stuff. But, you know, that has yeah. to do with the Rockefellers and all that, I'm sure. Right? Yes. <laughs> so, well, all right. But you know what, before we get too ahead, please explain your company, what exactly you do, what you offer for people and how it works. Yeah. Um, So we're just listening to smile is a unique sound healing company that really specializes in music licensing. So we're creating a uh, privatized license that we are offering to holistic and clinical practitioners that are using this work in a clinical and commercial settings with their clients. And so um, we offer a 
whole plethora of frequencies and as well as genres of music. So, you know, shamanic drumming, curtain, uh, vocal toning, uh, light language, electronic music, folk, rock, pop, you know, a lot of different styles, but all of the styles of music are created using sacred frequency. Um, and, you know, so we're using things like planetary frequencies, the solfagio, Schumann resonance, body organ frequencies, chakra frequencies, because every person's different. Everyone's in a different state and, and depending on the day and the week, uh, you know, we're all kind of vibratory beings and move around a little bit. So it's nice to have a nice toolbox of frequencies to work with. And that's what our company has tried to do is create a soundtrack for self-care. Is basically what we do. <laughs> right. So in addition to your affiliate program and the membership, people can just basically buy a, a frequency CD based on what they're looking for, like pain management, chakra healing, better sleep, right? You've got what, like 40, 50 CDs on there that people can download immediately from your website and start healing as soon as this recording's over. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. So we have uh, for the home experience, people can buy albums and to use at home and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, pretty cost effective and, and yeah. efficient, uh, easy to use. And then we also have the affiliate program where people can utilize it with their clients. And we also have coaching options where people can learn more about frequency and learn how to apply it and kind of get a template of, you know, use with it, you know, mindfulness techniques and sound healing and then so learning. Personalization. It's personalized. Personal, yes. Customized with, with and a coach. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Which is key because don't people have their own unique frequency and resonance, kind of like we all have our own fingerprint, right? That's right. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll talk to people about their sound palette. Right. So it's kind of like your taste palette. Right. But through through everyone's day, they have this kind of mundane, like your house, for the most part, has the same kind of sound palette. You know, it's the same type of sounds that you're working with most of the time, day in and day out. And the, the drive to work, you're driving on the same street, kind of seeing the same familiar places, same ah. routines. And so what these frequencies offer is really expanding your sound palette. And that is ultimately leading to an expansion of consciousness. And these, your brain is starting to pick up consistently. You're giving it these frequencies. So what happens is it starts mirroring it when you go out in public. It starts picking up and noticing that there's more of an awareness on these higher frequencies that it's now pulling back in as a recognition. Oh, this is something. So people will say stuff like, I'm starting to hear hums of engines more or the leaves in the trees or the breeze. I'm, I'm hearing the birds, birds chirp yeah, more. But... Yeah. And, and so, and they say, is it, are my ears changing? And I said, no, your awareness is changing. They've been there the whole time, but now you're starting to dial into it because your brain is seeing that you, it's important to you. So it's bringing back the mirror to you. And so in that, there's an expansion of consciousness and awareness that takes place. And it really, I believe, helps in creating new neuropathways and creating new ways of framing perspectives and looking at the world. Right on. It's like the ultimate in mental fitness and training. You're basically training your resonance meter to pick up and perceive and download and be aware of these higher healing frequencies, which is part of why I love your work so much, Ian, because in our modern life, we are not exposed to these frequencies anymore, especially if we're living in a city uh, with 5G and all these other frequencies that are uh, artificial, uh, otherwise human-made, 
and the body does not recognize them. Not only that, but they're stressful to the body. They actually yeah. detract from the body's energy and create this dis-ease and dysfunction and chaotic patterns within the body. So where in <laughs> bleep's name do we get exposure to this type of high frequency healing energies in the modern day? Nowhere. That's why I was so thrilled to have you come on the show because you are so conveniently providing them for people. And how ultimately easy can it be? All you have to do is sit down and listen. You don't have to, a lot of people don't like to sweat or they don't have time to do this or that, right? And you say to start even with 10 minutes a day. And if you can just get some consistency and just start wherever you're starting and how, how easy, I mean, that's all you got to do, right? Is start yeah. listening. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, that we always tell people in the beginning, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night. So you're talking 20 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And, and what usually within the first week, people are seeing change and movement, but definitely in this two week period at 20, 20 minutes a day, uh, people are having a lot of really profound breakthroughs and it's just, it's really for the time that you're putting into it. It's just, it's a very minim, minimal investment, you know? I've been using personally a couple of the albums and uh, probably a few months now. And uh, of course, I'm, like I said, one of the 10 things we have in common is our love for music. So I've always been passionate about music. I even actually wanted to be a DJ when I was in college. And uh, yeah, I love music. And that's a big reason why I'm a dance instructor, because I love music. And you put that together, being an athlete, moving my body, and having fun and connecting with people, sign me up, right? (laughs) So music is very, very important to me. But, um, and I've always loved I started teaching yoga years ago and how it really balanced my mind body and love the shamanic tracks and that real resonant low tone pitch. And I just physically mentally felt so much better, but your music has helped me so much. And it's so different than all those other kinds of music. And I'd like you to get into exactly how it's different. Um, but I just wanted to give a testimonial to everybody that, I use this, if not every day, as much as I can, at least one time through one of the albums. And my two favorite right now are Chakra 2 and Shamanic 2. And okay. I use the Shamanic one for particularly when I'm painting or doing art. Um, but I use the Chakra one almost every time after a tough day of work or whatever it is. And I take Charlotte out for a walk. And I got my headphones on and rather than get more in, you know, the cerebral cognitive thing of listening to an audiobook or something, I just put that on and breathe and get out in nature. And the next thing you know, I just, it just harmonizes me. And if I can't do it on a walk, I'll just play it in my house. I mean, yeah. I figure something's better than nothing. And by the way, do you need to have headphones for those? So it's recommended to use headphones, but there's a lot of people who are saying that they really enjoy the music and are having benefits just through the speakers. Me? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I, yeah, headphones are recommended. It's a powerful experience that way. Yeah, it's definitely Mm -hmm. better when I'm on the walk. But again, it's sometimes like, well, I'm not going to get that in today. So I'm just going to play it. Yeah. yeah. Even even my apartment can get a better. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. So explain to us then why is it that me as a dance, fitness, yoga instructor 
could really perceive the difference in your music as opposed to other Reiki, yoga, whatever music, and how it's different than, you know, uh, tuning forks and gongs and sound bowls. How is your stuff unique? Yeah, so I started with the traditional instruments, you know, gongs, singing bowls, didgeridoos, all those things. I still have them and we still use them in the, in the music. Uh-huh. But the, the when you're creating music that's solely based on those instruments, this is my opinion, so I hope, don't want to offend anyone. But basically, those instruments are very limited and because they're, they're one note, one frequency, you know, and, and they stick with that. So t- day in and day out when you're working with clients, after three or four sessions, they're kind of like, oh, okay, I've seen this dog and pony show. It's like, okay. I'm, and so you have a rotation of people kind of coming through. So my question to myself and as well as to my friends, you know, I would say, hey, I'm not going to get upset or offended or anything like that. I just want to know, like, how come you're not coming to the sessions anymore, you know, for the, and they would say like, well, you know, the singing bowls all sound the same. And, mm-hmm. you know, after a while, it's just kind of boring, you know? And so I said, okay, so to address that, I was like, how can I add something that is going to consistently engage people and give them what they need from these sessions? Because I know this work and those instruments are powerful. Well, that's when we came up with the monthly album with the astrology and the current events. So that mm-hmm. was really the first defining to create something that had multi-instruments approach. So mm-hmm. you're creating sacred frequency and using that as the tone, as the, the foundation, and then building the song around that. And then the intentionality of looking at the astrology and the current events and pulling that in together so that you have an album each month for the collective energy. Uh, that was the first move that we wanted to do. And then the second move was to really create a headphone experience that people at home could listen to on a monthly basis that would give them something um, that was a powerful experience. Not, you know, a lot of the music that's created is for it to be pretty. And when you go to the gym, not everything you're doing is pretty, right? There's a lot of things that are hard work. You're breaking down the body and to rebuild it. And so there is some nice stuff that you enjoy at the gym, but there's a lot of stuff you're kind of, you know, talking under your breath under, like, I don't really want to be doing this, but you know that it's going to benefit you, so you do it. So we wanted to create music that was uh, nice and engaged people in where what their expectation was. But we also wanted to have music that challenged people, that wasn't about being pretty, that was about being effective. And I believe that the tones the tonality of some of the music that we're working with uh, challenges people to grow. I think that's one of the things, the downfalls of music today is that we give everyone what they expect, the cookie cutter pop versions of everything. Like if you listen to a song, almost 90% of the time today, you know where it's going to the next thing. There's no surprise. It has a formula. 
it's a formula. And mm-hmm. I think that, that I think surprises are not bad. And I think it keeps you on your toes. And like even people like Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about when you're driving home, don't drive the same route home every time. Drive different ways so that your brain can grow. And I think as listeners, we're stagnant. I think listeners need to be surprised sometimes and to grow in that in that curious interaction between the musicians and the listeners. And um, I think we've really done an injustice by creating cookie cutter market where everything is expect, you know, an expectation. Um, so that's one of the things that we strive to do in our music is to keep you surprised sometimes uh, and to also challenge you as a listener, but also give you the sprinkles, <clears throat> you know, the sprinkles of, of what you're expecting and things that you are kind of the tried and true methods. And so we just, we wanted to create a, a diverse listening experience, a deep listening experience that could be beneficial on a body and soul and mind, you know, levels. So. And you have a tribe of believers. I mean, tell us some of the testimonials of people, not only better sleep, but uh, pain management, uh, getting over anxiety and depression, just feeling a general sense of well-being, helping in their relationships with each other. You were telling me how some couples actually use it to help harmonize when they're fighting or whatever, curing cancer. I mean, what? Yeah. You know, tell us some of the <laughs> yeah. some of the some of the uh, results that you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. So myself, you know, I started treating myself, working with my body, uh, and have just, you know, I'm a completely different person today. Uh, my mom had uh, breast cancer, thyroid cancer, and a lot of different issues that she was going through, and um, she's cancer free now. You know, we worked with singing bowls, binaural beats. We did breath work and we also got her watching funny movies, changed up her diet. Um, you know, did a lot of things, but the music was the foundation that allowed the change to take place because people Mm -hmm. kind of get set in habits and in their ways. You know, I, myself, Mm -hmm. my mom, everyone that I've worked with, you know, we all have our routines and habits that we get into, but we've had people, um, that have had cavities filled, uh, without any sedatives using uh, our pain relief album at the dentist's office. The dentist wow. was impressed and gave us a call because he couldn't believe it. Uh, we had people that their child was sick. Uh, he was 10 years old. He's been sick his whole life, uh, had pretty severe asthma and, and a lot of different skin reactions and, and uh, just a lot of uh, digestive issues. And they were saying that uh, they, after listening to the pain management, album, the pain relief album, that he, he was able to to use his inhaler, that it was actually working, that he was having, he was getting out of bed, he was getting less colds, you know, so his immune system was coming up. And so they were saying that they really believe the music helped to play a part uh, in those cha- those changes and transitions that we're going through. Uh, we've had people, like you said, couples that are, you know, giving us feedback saying that the music is helping to uh, create more sustainable um, fights, you know, like learning how to fight and learning how to do it in a in a way that is loving instead of aggressive and angry all the time. Constructive. And yes, exactly. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so just uh, I mean, just a whole plethora. We've we've worked with uh, children that have autism and Tourette's and having breakthroughs with that. Um, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of really positive feedback from a lot of different. Uh, different avenues and and targets and focus yeah can you explain to us basically in like a sound 101 like what 
how does sound actually work for a human being? What's the difference between vibration, frequency, all these terms we hear? Um, yeah. What do we just kind of need to know to really understand sound 101? So uh, frequency is basically measured by hertz, HZ, okay. right? And yeah. so HZ is basically just the vibrations per second that that waveform is, is creating, right? So oscillations or, or vibrations per second uh, is what the hertz is a measurement of, okay? And so the hertz is actually just people will give it the term frequency, right? So that frequency is measured in hertz. One of the examples with um, vibration, for instance, is if you've seen like the resonance experiments where they have a tuning fork on one side over here and there's another tuning fork and they mm -hmm. hit the tuning fork and if these tuning forks are in the same made in the same frequency this one's going to start vibrating and then even though they're separate this one over here is going to pick up on the vibrations and they call that a resonant frequency where they they're t they're time you know and so how i explain this in real life is if someone's ever had that love at first sight connection right or someone's wearing a shirt that you know who that shirt is like for me i really love the artist jean michel basquiat right he's a really awesome artist um he painted with like andy warhol and uh a you know he's probably one of the most famous african-american painters in art history i would say so I saw a guy when I was in Pittsburgh, he had on a Basquiat shirt, not very many people, you know, rocked Basquiat shirts. And so I pointed at him and he smiled at me and I smiled at him and he, we started talking about Basquiat. And it was because that, there was a resonance between us, you know, and we acknowledged it and noticed it. And, and the same thing happens on intimate and romantic levels with people. Like when they see someone, they just, they feel that vibration. and yeah, that's right. And it's the same thing, just the resonance that, that takes place. And so that's a really simple way in like modern times to kind of de to describe like frequency, you know, it's a, and, you know, and we can all, we can all talk about our co like coworkers, right? There's people that you love being around with, even if they never say anything, they have a high vibration and an energy that they carry. And you're like, you just like being around them. You like it when they talk. But then there's people who carry that low level energy and they mm. complain all the time and they're just real heavy and you don't like being around them as much, you know? And so like, this is an example of vibration and frequency, like in, you know, on a personal level, you know? So it's, it's very basic. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's everything in our perceived reality is a vibration of light or sound. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's in everything. It's make, making up everything that is in this reality. You know, it's just, it's powerful. Wow. There's just so much there. So um, this gets us into entrainment. Can you speak to us as to what entrainment is and how it's related to resonance? Yeah. So entrainment right now, we're working with the Humane Society. And so what one of the things that we're doing is the dogs that have been abused and rescued um, they have a hard time transitioning into general population and they have to get in general population to get adopted so that they can get out. And they're trying their best, these shelters to move to no kill shelters. They don't want to be in that. So um, the entrainment process is basically reconditioning uh, the animal, right? This is just an example of working with the animals in this. Uh, it's reconditioning them from this traumatized PTSD state through dog training, training calls, uh, and then just nurturing love and, you know, love and support, holding space 
but we're using the music in all steps of this process. You know, they're, they're being onboarded with the music being introduced. We're getting data points that are showing that the music is lowering the dog's heart rate within five to eight minutes um, of being introduced. And then it's continued through their training and through all of the dog calls and through the nurturing and love, this music is being played. So what it's setting up is this entrainment that every time this track comes on, they know they're safe. They know they're going to be in a, in a place that is focused on them and helping them to feel loved and cared for and safe. And so then that transitions to where they get into general population, they get adopted. The adoption families now have a piece of music to take home. So the entrainment continues in a new unfamiliar space this familiar piece of music that they've been working with gives them safety and security. And it also gives the family something if the, if the dog's agitated or having a hard time, the entrainment is they put play on the music and it kicks in all those feelings that he's been trained to know that, hey, this is safe time, I'm okay. So like that's a form of entrainment, you know, using music as a piece of entrainment tool to help a dog walk through a lot of different challenges to get to a place of love and forgiveness and healing. I mean, what a tool, right? I mean, this is just an amazing tool. And I mean, it, it's drug free and it's basically a side effect free. I mean, how can you go wrong, right? It's just so unbelievably beautiful. And what I think one of the key things with you, Ian, maybe as opposed to other creators and musicians and producers, is that you understand through your own wellness journey, the importance of harmonizing and tuning, if you will, your physical, emotional, mental instrument prior to creating. And that, yes. and that, tell us about how you actually get into that creative state because you are, the way I think of it is you aren't, the music isn't coming from you, Ian Morris. The music is coming through you. You yeah. are channeling and you yeah. know enough to know that's what this whole get yourself healthy thing is about. And the big part of my message and mission is, look, I'm not working out and eating well and balancing my chakras and, you know, being in the right environment, getting my feet on the earth and drinking clean water and fresh air just because I want to look good or because it's vogue or whatever, I got nothing else to do type thing. I want to do it so I can, I can liberate my soul and and free my spirit to be able to live my dharma and what i'm here to do and follow my journey so that's why i do all the physical tangible things that i do and explain to people your process of how you get your physical mental instrument you know aligned to then enable channeling to come through you and that's why your music is so amazing and magical and powerful because it's honestly not even coming from you right it's coming through <laughs> yeah. you yeah well there are times that we are i'm creating pieces of music uh right then and there and i doubt that they could be recreated again exactly like that right so that's a really interesting part of how it just flows through but the process of getting that all started is I sage the recording studio. You know, I, I clean this, clean the space. Audio smudging is what we call it. Just kind of, you know, yeah. with the music as well as the the sage. But um, you know, and then I burn some incense and do a meditation. I ask to be cleared. Uh, you know, I say God is the only power working here. Several times, you know, in repetition, 
um, and just making those declarative statements and asking to be emptied and to be uh, given the wisdom and the knowledge and kind of, you know, uh, steered in the right direction of creating an album for the collective that will be the most empowering and for the highest good of all. Um, and, and then basically sit down to uh, go into a quiet time, you know, and, and just basically closing my eyes and just sensing, you know, getting that, that, that uh, canvas cleared, you know, just being a blank canvas where the uh, spirit can work with me in that co-creation of this piece of music. And the thing that's interesting is a lot of times um, the, you know, information will come through and what I did pretty early on, and I think this is one of the biggest uh, unique processes of this uh, whole uh, recording process is, is the infusion of Reiki into the instruments. So like um, there, a lot of our music is tonal, you know, tonality uh, where there's notes you know, and frequencies blended with the, the music. So, and well, like on the keyboard, for instance, if you were holding down a note, like uh, for a C note for like 528 Hertz, right? The frequency of love. And I wanted that tone to go from the beginning of the song to the end of the song. A lot of times in modern day, you'll just grab that track and then drag it out and make it go the whole length of the thing and just drop it in and you're ready to go. Well, what I wanted to do was to record it from start to finish, hit play and you hit the record button, hold down the note. But while I'm holding down the note, be very intentional about what this song is, what this means to me, putting together the intention and letting that flow through the computer and into the record, into the computer itself with Reiki, with that intention uh, for that note, for the duration of the song. And I believe that that intentionality that focus and that um, uh, that energy that is being transferred um, to the instrument, to the computer, uh, is setting up a vibratory element, you know, that is, is putting an intention really embedded in that song. And so a lot of times people will say, you know, your music just sounds so full and it's it's just so powerful. And I believe that it's all of the things. It's the intentionality, it's the frequency of the music, it's the music itself, it's the Reiki, you know, that's being infused. So it's it's a lot of multifacets, you know, that are coming together as one. Um, and, it, and it's just unique. It's a unique take on Indeed. sound healing. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. And what's also cool about it, uh, and probably like, probably any kind of therapy or modality is that it really is a partnership. So not only is it you as the creator and your intention, you know, channeling and really, you know, doing all the things you just said that you do to create it, but the recipient has to be open in mind and heart and spirit to receive, right? It's kind of like how people can't be hypnotized unless they kind of allow it right yeah so these kind of modalities can't really help people if they're just like oh this is stupid i'm you want me to listen to this and i'm gonna lose weight oh come on <laughs> okay well then you're not okay so yeah so yeah. talk to us about the 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 role of expectation belief mindset placebo and and the relevance of those factors yeah yeah uh jonathan goldman probably one of the largest you know most recognized sound healers in the world besides tom kenyon um jonathan goldman says uh intention plus sound equals you know healing and it's just the intention is not just me as the the creator 
it's the intention of the person who's listening you know it's it's their focus and like the music is a fuel it's a frequency and it's it's going to add to whatever your intention is it's like it's just going to be a fuel to kind of push it through to the other side but it has to have some kind of drive and some kind of intention and focus and that's really going to come from the listener and it's going to come from them saying you know i'm going to sit down with this and have a deep listening experience with this but my intention for today is that i really want to uh alleviate this back pain that I've been having for the last week and I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to really tune into my body and I'm going to listen to this frequency and I'm going to use it as a fuel. Um, and you know, this is really kind of out there, but it's funny. There's a, there's a comic book. Um, I believe it's the, uh, the Umbrella Academy. Uh, there's a, there's a superhero in there that could take sound and then transfer it to whatever she wanted. So if she, if she heard a raindrop fall, she could amplify that sound and then use it to push someone that was trying to be aggressive towards her. She could like push them with just the sound of a raindrop. She could amplify it and then push them across the the, the grass. Right. It's all so, energy, right? It's yeah, all energy. It's, yeah. And so it's really interesting because it's very similar in the human body. If someone has an intention and then they listen to the sound and the sound creates an emotion, right? They, they feel this really powerful experience and connection with the, the music. And then they take that emotion and they power it into the focus. Like I'm going to heal, like by saying a declarative statement, like I am healing now mm -hmm. and saying it so like absolute that they're, that it's literally creating a chemical reaction like epigenetics in their body. Right. And so it's just a very, very powerful thing that we can use sound in that amplification process and that transference or transmutation of things that are going on that we don't like, you know? Okay. So what about someone like me, if I only have time tonight to listen to my, one of my uh, listening to smile CDs while walking the dog. And then obviously I'll be kind of split focus, you know, I'll be walking and dealing with traffic and this person says hi to me. So I'm not, I mean, I might have the intention of course, to help relax my body and harmonize, et cetera. But will I, I'm, 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 I'm guessing I'm not going to get the ultimate benefits from that as opposed to if I was sitting quietly, just solely being still headset in my house, laying on the floor for 10 minutes, but I'm still getting an effect, right? Even if it's just in the background while I'm doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. So the consistency is the key, right? Okay. So, yeah. So it's like it, it, it even if every experience is not the most deep rooted, uh, you know, powerful experience that you're getting, if you're having lots of little experiences through the day, you're mm -hmm. still getting these, these effects from the music and the consistency is what's creating the stagnant, the movement of the stagnant energy. Um, going to a sound bath once a month is great, but if that's all you're doing, it's going to be really hard to get these breakthroughs that you're wanting to get. But if you're listening on a daily or every other day basis, it's going to be much greater than just someone who goes to something once a month, you know? I love it. So it's just like anything else then. It's like you can't be drinking all the water you need in a month in one day and think you're going to be like properly hydrated or That's you know, right. you eat a salad once a month. It's like the little the little things add up to big things. If you only got 5 minutes, do 5 minutes, but 5 minutes every day is a lot more effective than an hour once a month type thing. That's right. That's right. Okay. So exactly. beautiful. 
Beautiful. Yeah. So we're changing neural programming uh, because our bodies are dense matter and the matter is basically vibrating at a different frequency. This is also changing our neurochemistry, our dopamine, serotonin, decreasing cortisol, which is the stress uh, um, hormone. Um, but explain to us, uh, Ian, about the brainwave association and frequencies. Like I've heard you mention that theta brainwaves, you know, explain to us what they are, delta, gamma, theta, and which frequency is associated with what, when we might want to try to, you know, uh, tap into different ones to get different states in our mind and body. Yeah, yeah. Well, we work a lot with theta. So theta pattern is what you hit just before REM sleep. And uh, it's kind of like being in a twilight. So a lot of people like hypnotherapists and life coaches Uh, counselors love working with, I mean, neuroscientists, you know, love working with this because it's such a highly programmable state of the subconscious. You know, it's, it's a very powerful. So if you're trying to create change, it's a very, very great uh, brainwave state to work with. So we work with that quite a bit. Um, Alpha is what people are kind of traditionally into. And it's interesting because the alpha brainwave states, uh, the Schumann resonance, if you've heard of the Schumann resonance, the 7.83 hertz, it's it's in the line alignment with, uh, you know, the, the human brainwave state of alpha. And it's kind of uh, the waking period and kind of the functionality of everything. But now, uh, Greg Braden and people like that are really studying this high function gamma uh, and showing that monks are really creating... Um, through meditation, these states of uh, brainwave states that are like superhuman, where they're creating changes in body temperature. And I mean, just all kinds of, you know, phenomenal feats of with the human body based on getting themselves into alignment with this higher gamma state of uh, brainwaves. And so, you know, it's basically, it's just really working to facilitate different focuses and intentions in the body through creating a vibration in the brain. And there's a lot of people who over time, like Joe Dispenza is really big on being able to do this on your own. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jose Silva was another guy in history that would really talk about creating binaural beats with just your minds, your mindset, not even using anything. Uh, And so, you know, it's, it's just the Jose Silva uh, method, you know, it's uh, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways that we can do it, but most people, majority of people need some kind of tool in the beginning because it is very challenging to just step into that. Yeah. And so um, I think that these tools, binaural beats, are like some of the fastest, uh, most efficient ways to shift your brainwave state in a very short amount of time without investing a lot into a method or uh, a style of, of doing that, you know, it's just, it's, it's pretty easy to use a binaural beat to facilitate. But not all of your albums are binaural beats, right? And, and if so, please explain the difference between binaural beats and your other albums. Yeah. So we don't classify our albums as binaural beats, but basically what they are, are low. All of our albums have a low level uh, amplitude binaural beat as a carrier frequency and then we put a pure tone or a monotone on top of that that we're focusing on so that would be like the lead singer in the band and that's what we would give the credit to 
like if we were using 528, 528 would get the credit. This the song is in 528, but it will Which have is love, a love, right? That's yes, love. Yeah. The frequency of love. That's correct. Uh -huh. Yeah, from the solfeggio scale, mm -hmm. and uh, and then it would have a low level, low amplitude uh, binaural beat that it would be very subtle underneath that, and that would be the carrier frequency setting up the main tone that's being delivered and so we feel that that's why these these tracks are so powerful and potent because they have a delivery system that really what it's doing is it's targeting the stress response of the body um lowering the heart rate lowering the brainwave activity and to helping helping a person to settle into peace you know uh especially for people that have a hard time setting still you know that's one of the things that I really worked on with myself and a lot of the clients that we're working on is creating a grounding tone that is from start to finish that allows the heart and brain something to ground to consistently throughout the track and it helps them it helps both the brain and the heart to step down brilliant and i think that's a very important point to underscore for the viewers and listeners is that the body can't heal when the nervous system is jacked up, okay? The body needs to be in a calm, safe, perceived environment or state in order to let restoration and regeneration and healing to occur. So what I'm hearing you say is like these theta waves and these lower Hertz frequency albums and music that you've created, it really is what helps the body get into that balanced nervous system state to allow the healing to happen. That's right. So one of the things that we say is that if you're at a better foundational point, you uh -huh. know, peace, peace, and, and you have some kind of comfort at all, yeah. you know, like if you're in pain all the time, how are you supposed yeah. to really get in the right mindset for healing? So you have to first target these the stress response. And once you can get into a balanced state with that, it makes it easier to then focus on the disease or the the sickness or the illness um, that you can actually be effective with it. You know? That's right, because healing takes energy. You know, That's regeneration right. takes energy. Growth takes energy. Uh, fighting against cancer or any pathogens or viruses or anything takes energy in the body. And the body doesn't have extra energy to do that if it's trying to run your heart <laughs> or, you know, get you running around doing all your errands or busy work or overwhelm or whatever it is. So this is just such a powerful tool to help people regulate their nervous system and balance the so desperately needed calm state that we all need so much in this current day. So Ian, um, certain instruments actually have the frequencies that can target and help heal and restore and balance certain organ systems. Can you tell us a little bit about how it was discovered or, or how you work with targeting chakra systems in the body and meaning different energy centers, organs in the body with music and certain frequencies? How does that work? Yeah. So <clears throat> the chakra systems traditionally have a set of ideals. If you're in alignment, Here's kind of what the chakra system is doing for you. If you're out of alignment, this is kind of what that looks like energetically for the body. If this chakra is out of alignment, you know, and what that means is like uh, the, the root chakra is traditionally associated with being grounded. Some people even have it down for like 
um, manifestation. They'll have it for uh, talking about even money, you know. Uh, so when the root is out of alignment, you see a lot of things where when someone's not grounded, they're kind of up in their ideas all the time. They come up with ideas after ideas after ideas, but nothing's coming to fruition because they're not grounded at, at all at where it's not, you know. So this is an idea of like, <clears throat> something where you would want to work with the root chakra frequency and to also work on that person's intention to see why this is out, you know, what is happening for them if they stop and look at how all these ideas are coming, but nothing's coming to fruition, nothing's moving forward. So it's like, hey, let's get grounded. Let's let's get some things moving and get some some of these great ideas into action, you know. And manifest so that them be, in matter, yes. Man, manifesting matter. That's that's yeah. right. <laughs> so yeah, so basically um, being able to do that type of work with the frequency as a tool, as a space holder for that is just very, very powerful. And that's just like one example, but it's, it, it really um, is something that has to be kind of customized with people like um, and yeah. those processes where you can kind of get clear. And sometimes even an outsider seeing something through communication saying, hey, uh, this is interesting, you said this, this is kind of what's coming up for me. Like when I'm listening to you talk about this, I think here's where I'm seeing some of the issues. Let's work with these frequencies. Let's put some of these uh, mantras and, and mudras and, and affirmations in place. And let's do some of this breath work to really kind of fuel the whole process. And, you know, and two weeks later, you see someone that was having some issues and now they've it was like there was nothing there and they're just firing on all cylinders and it's just so neat to be a part of that with people you know to to see those breakthroughs take place i love that and so certain instruments can target because the certain instruments are certain frequencies like i've heard you say that the guitar and the flute are really good instruments to help target the lungs and the throat the fifth chakra and uh you're basically your immune system right yeah, the flute is like the breath. When when people hear that instrument, it's such a like raw, primal thing. You know, hand drums, flutes, you know, these, these things are just so uh, in, embedded in our traditions. I love uh, flutes and cellos. I think cellos are beautiful and hammered dulcimers are very, very powerful instruments. The thing that's interesting is we can say that there are foundational parts that these instruments can tie to, but... It's, it's so interesting to see personal connections to instruments and where that comes from. Was it someone's father played it? Was it, did they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend that played this instrument before? And it's like they're being drawn to that instrument in strong, profound ways. They are just really connected to that frequency. And it, and it can kind of be from those entrainment methods too, just like the animals where we were talking about that. Um, you know, people are kind of embedded and in, entrained in, in through different processes and experiences that we have with these instruments. And it's really such a personal, personal touch with these things sometimes, you know? I love that. Well, you know, what's funny is uh, I, as a kid, I always wanted to play the drums <laughs> to the dismay of my parents. And I did. And I always loved the drums. And to this day, I, anytime I hear any kind of shamanic tracks or anything, you've got some amazing ones on your site that just go right through my soul. And there's something about the drums. I must have been in some sort of tribe in a, in a previous life where I was a drummer or something. And of course, I played the guitar. I actually played the guitar and sung in church when I was a kid in Catholic oh, cool. school. Yep. And uh, 
I played the piano. And uh, so I am all about music. I think that's so beautiful. Now, have you heard, of course, I'm sure you have, of the hakao, the sounds of power from ancient Egypt? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, so... Man, there and there's so much like um, have you, the Hathors to you know, like the, the Hathor temple. Um, there's tell, this, tell there's, us, tell us what they are. So just, just explain. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So it's the Hathor. Um, they utilized water in this temple, and they and from what I understand from all of the research is they believe that the water was used in a healing ceremony, and that sound instruments were used. Uh, you know horns, uh, singing bowls, all kinds of just kind of traditional instruments that we know. And if you know anything about Tom Kenyon's Hawthorne material book, where they channeled in the Hawthors, he said that the Hawthors are really responsible for bringing all sound uh, elements to this planet, you know, to this, to this realm. Um, and it's just, it's really interesting, but there's an actual temple there in Egypt where there's long dated you know traditions of sound instruments and healing for people in that temple using water and sound instruments and it's just really it, it, there's a deep-rooted tradition in egyptian and it, it even like you can go back to like the talks about atlantis and you know atlantean culture and, and the egyptian culture uh of sound being such a profound tool for them you know absolutely so the the uh, ancient egyptians uh called it the hakao which are the sounds of power which they found correlated to each of the main chakras in the body actually they had 11 chakras because there's three above the head and there's actually three below the feet too but they really from my training in it in biogeometry we focus on the uh the three above the 10 really. So three above the head and the seven in the body, but each one has a different sound. So for example, the heart chakra, chakra four, which is your torso was mm, the sound of almost being like when you eat something yummy and you go, mm. <laughs> so that sound of mm, creates a certain vibration in your body. You can feel it in your lips and your tongue and your body. And then above the head is and then like the sacral is, which is, uh, you know, actually associated with the waters of life. But these, these sounds that they found. So again, each chakra has a unique sound that they would put together in their language. And the Hakao was considered to be the original universal language was based on the Hakao. So they knew the power of the word. I mean, obviously it's in the Bible, right? The spoken word. First, there was the word, right? So they knew the power of the way you pronounce things and the words you use and manifesting and what energies and frequencies that you're resonating and training with and the names that they would call people that the names of the divine were certain pronunciations that would elicit these higher frequencies and the names they called their children, like using the term L, like Raphael, Michael, and all mm -hmm. these, the E-L was associated with being a messenger. So we, we know those angel terms, right? So do you want to say anything more about the power of these ancient cultures knowing uh, how powerful sound was to create and manifest in the, in the 3D world we live in? 
yeah, well, they're finding more like uh, you have Gobeki Tempe yes. uh, and you have Stonehenge and all of the different monolith sites. And then even the cave systems like around the world, they're finding are actually acoustically treated, you know, like where they're they're like tuned to a specific frequency. And, and they're finding one of the ones that they're finding everywhere is about 110, 111 hertz, which clinical studies have shown that it actually helps to dissipate anxiety and, and that, that frequency. And they're finding that a lot of these temples and a lot of these uh, ancient sites of ruin have actually been uh, tuned acoustically to like that 110, 111 hertz uh, frequency. And it's just really interesting to think about that, you know, that that would be something that was so common in a lot of different places. Um, and for it to not be intentional, you know, I think that it just shows that there was an understanding beyond what we gave credit for, you know. I love that. It's even like how the air is shaped by the sound over the particular landscape that goes across. The wind sounds differently, obviously, and like on a chamber of like a valley as opposed to the mountains. So shape can determine sound, hence instrument, right? A cello sounds different than a flute. As human beings, our lips, our teeth, our tongue, our jaw, all these things are the instrument through which the sound comes out, which will determine the frequency and the resonance, the pitch, the tone of the sounds we make. That's right. And, and That's people right. don't really think about it like that. You know, I mean, yeah. they're getting all their Botox and this and that, and they're wondering why they sound funny. <laughs> but <laughs> all right. So, Ian, what would you like people to know about the practicality of this other than just, you know, getting your CDs and listening to them or getting the monthly membership or anything like that? But let's just talk as we come toward the end of the show about what would you like in your experience people to know about setting up their home environment, whether it be a, a whole house or just a little small apartment or something about their life with their sound chamber that they're creating? What should they know? Uh, yeah, I think that the two things I would say is the first thing is getting an accountability partner. That can be your whole family. It can okay. be your partner. It could be your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife. It could be your family, your kids. It could be, you know. And so by setting up an accountability partner, you're going to um, be more likely to, to continue the process, right? And it's just something where you will see benefit and you guys can also bond in the, in the experience. So it's something that really helps, I think, to make it more sustainable. And then the second thing is, is that it takes such a minimal investment, you know, 10 minutes a day, 20 mm -hmm. minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And to be able to do that together, you're, create, you're carving out a space uh, in time that's allowing, you know, that work to take place, but it's also connection you know and it's it's uh so for me you don't have to have a million dollar space you don't have to have the perfect it's just a set of headphones a phone or an ipod or a computer um and basically just making the time and if you do that i you know one week usually people are seeing movement of some kind and at two weeks we've definitely seen people really experiencing really profound breakthroughs by doing that, by consistently making the time for it. So it's such a minimal investment. I just want to encourage people and invite people to, to try it out and see, to explore it, to see uh, 
what kind of benefits they can have. And honestly, there's no side effects or, or detrimental. Uh, I mean, the only the worst thing that you could do is you might fall asleep or something or feel like you wasted your time. Not that that's going to happen, but but you're, yeah. you're seeing results with autism, ADD, uh, depression, anxiety, weight loss, uh, better emotional state of mind, cancer, pain relief. Um, what else, Ian? I mean, what else is this uh, afflictions? Is this helping? That I yeah, well, say? so... What we're really talking about is stress across the board. Stress is, is the common theme that leads to disease, you know, and high and being in in a stressful state consistently, you're, you're weakening your immune system. And by weakening the immune system, it's unable to fight off the viruses, the diseases, you know, all of that. So ultimately what you're seeing is fighting the stress response of the body creating peace and that's what's allowing all these different things to start having movement you know right on i love it ian tell us about some of your personal practices some of the the ways that you have set up habits and tools and 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 things in your life that have really helped you to completely pivot your life from you were homeless at one point you were, you were sick. You had diagnosed with cancer, MS, all the things we talked about at the beginning of the show. You were lonely, depressed, isolated, and doing work that just didn't fill your soul, not to mention did not fill your bank account. And <laughs> you completely turned your life around. And now you're on a trajectory where up is up is just keep going up and tell us about mm-hmm. that that film you have coming out, by the way, with Tony Robbins. I mean, here we go. Your life just took a total pivot. So tell us about what you actually do, Ian Morris, to help manifest in your life, your dreams. Yeah. So one of the things recently where I've seen a lot of movement is consistency of writing affirmations, like written affirmation. And so I started doing three times in the morning, uh, you know, three uh, writing Uh, like, let's say, um, I am healed, right? So we write down a declarative statement, I am healed, I am healed, I am healed three times. So I'm doing uh, sets of about three or four of those and doing three, you know, three lines each. And then in the afternoon, uh, when I eat lunch, I do the same thing, but I do six times the same the same affirmations and the same uh, intentions. I write it down six times. And then before bed, I write it down nine times. And so it's just a three, six, nine dealing with the numbers of Nikola Tesla saying, if you know these numbers, you know, the, the keys to the universe. Um, and so it's just threes are definitely embedded in my life. It's a number that's really present with me. So I really connect with that number, those numbers, and I'm utilizing it in the manifestations. Um, I try to meditate at least twice a day, um, you know, 10, 15 minutes at least, uh, to get that in, even on the busy days, um, that really helps me to stay focused and to stay energized, um, connected to source as much as I can possibly be through the day. Um, and, and just basically listening to music. I, I listen to music before I go to sleep every night, about 15, 20 minutes before I'm laying down. Um, I love to listen to music when I get up and I do a workout in the morning and that helps get the day started. Kettlebell, uh, dumbbells, pushups, you know, jumping jacks, uh, crunches, you know, all that stuff. And just do, you know, about a 20, 30 minute uh, workout with music, frequency minded music. 
And headphones so that, or no headphones? No headphones, just okay. the speakers. Yeah. <laughs> and But I do headphones before bed at night um, okay. for sure. And it really helps to just the days that I have such a hard time sleeping, I put on those headphones and it just puts me out every time. So it's. And is it certain one of your CDs that you're listening to before bed or is it just your own selection of music as a, as a producer? No. Yeah. I'm listening to the pain relief album a lot and I'm listening to the trauma release volume one and volume two. Those are really big ones on uh, my personal favorites from our albums. Okay. Um, Yeah. So yeah, those are definitely my favorites right now. (laughs) Yeah. I just, everything you just said, everybody needs to rewind this and write down what you just said, because it's all just so brilliant. I mean, how beautiful, uh, I mean, you are living proof that this stuff is working, Ian. I mean, look at you now. I mean, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just, this is so fascinating, Ian. I just could talk to you forever. You are just a wealth of important vital information. I am thrilled to do my little part in getting this out in the world. I'm a huge fan. I can't wait to meet you in person. Before we close the show, are there any last things that you want to share with people that you think are important for them to know? Yeah, I think that sound healing can really be used in tandem with anything. It's something that you don't have to create a new routine to to get involved with. So I would invite them to check out these modalities that they're working with already, like yoga or breath work or working out or any of these things. And you can incorporate the frequency minded music into what you're already doing. And it's something that can help it get started today. And it's very easy to do. So I just wanted to invite them to, you know, realize that or to see that perspective and to see that it can be done. It's not an additional thing they have to add to their already over full schedule. You're saying you can piggyback it on something else you're already doing and enjoying to make it even better and more effective. Yes, (laughs) that's right. That's correct. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. (laughs) Okay, so how do people get it? Tell us where they can find you and anything else you want us to know about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so listening to smile.com is the, the website. And at the top of the page, there's a shop and the shop will lead you to all the, the wellness series, which is where all the records, the albums are available for uh, purchase for public. Um, we have the affiliate program. They get a reduced price uh, from signing up through you and the albums they buy, they get a reduced price. You'll have the code to, to give them. Um, and the, uh, so that, that's going to be, you know, where you will connect with us there. Um, you can email me at ian at listening to smile.com. Um, so contact me through that. And then the, uh, we do have a few albums for sample that you can listen to on Spotify that are on there for listening on Spotify that you can kind of sample through things. And then you can purchase more, uh, uh, titles and options on the the wellness series. Okay. So the website is listening to smile, which was actually named because of all the people that was sampling your music would just find themselves smiling. And when Mm -hmm. they listen to it and feeling good, and you're like, that's the name of my business, which is beautiful story. (laughs) And your website is listening to smile as well as your social media. 
mm-hmm. they just go on the shop tab. And if they want to just try an album, go to the wellness series. And there's a bunch of sample tracks. You can listen to a lot of the whole albums right there before you actually buy it, which is amazingly generous of you. You also mentioned it is on pot on Spotify. Some of it is free. Um, yes. And then, of course, you get the monthly membership program. And if they want to be an affiliate, as in they're a yoga instructor or a fitness instructor or whatever it is, and they want to actually be an affiliate to be able to legally use the music and to be trained to help their particular clients customize healing tracks for them to augment any of the therapies that they're doing, they can do that on your site as well. So you're offering a lot of stuff to meet a lot of needs. Yeah, we're trying to uh, create a soundtrack for self-care, you know. So I love it. Now, we have to also mention before we close that you were so generous to offer my audience from Awakening Aphrodite with Amy Fournier our own special coupon code where they can get a discount on any of their purchases. And that code is? Fit Amy TV, is that you right? You got right. it. That's yes. it. All okay. lowercase, yeah. which is which is my uh, social media, Instagram and YouTube handle, Fit Amy TV, all lowercase. So if they enter that code at checkout and you'll mm-hmm. get a discount and it'll be great because then Ian and I will know that you actually get benefit from the show. It's just beautiful to know that we're actually helping people. Um, I know you've helped me a lot. So thank you, Ian. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for the work you've done and the work you continue to do. I really look forward to meeting you in person one day, Ian. Me too. That's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Until the next chapter, I have a feeling you're going to come back on the show because mention real quick that film you have coming up next year. Maybe when that comes out, we'll have you back on the show. Just tell us real quickly what that is. Yeah. So we're in talks with a movie that's on Netflix and Gaia called uh, The Future's Frequency. And it's got Bruce Lipton, Joe Spins, a whole bunch of really big people in it, Tony Robbins. And our music is going to be in there. And it's just, it's really exciting to be a part of something like that. Well-deserved. You you are stepping up to your rightful place because you are offering Mm -hmm. such beautiful healing to the world. Everyone, Ian Morris, listening to Smile. Enter Fit Amy TV at checkout, get a little savings. And trust me, you're going to be so glad you did. And I really want to hear about it. Ian, thank you so much again. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, everybody. Can't wait to be with you next time. to support my mission to help empower people all over the world to be all of who they truly are? If so, please subscribe to the show, leave a review on iTunes, and share it with a friend. And if you're looking to take immediate action to align your energy and optimize your health, visit amyfournier.com. Thanks for listening to Awakening Aphrodite. Let's awaken her together in you. I'm your hostess, Amy Fournier. And I already can't wait to be with you again and for you to hear what I have planned for the next show.
Thanks for listening to Awakening Aphrodite with Amy Fournier. To learn more about Amy, check out her website, amyfournier.com. That's A-M-Y-F-O-U-R-N-I-E-R.com. You can also check out Amy's live and on-demand virtual fitness and yoga classes and sign up for her newsletter to receive a free mini ebook of three of her top tips for making holistic health a lifestyle. Again, that's amyfournier.com and get your ebook sent to your email immediately. Connect with Amy on the daily on Instagram at fitamytv, F-I-T-A-M-Y-T-V, and watch many of the podcast episodes and subtopic clips on her YouTube channel, which is also fitamytv. Enjoy, and we'll see you next time on Awakening Aphrodite.